0: Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it will distribute the podcast for you, so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. Take 10% off your next order at Blackology Coffee Company by using the link at the description www.blackologycoffeecompany.com backslash Angela. Sabria, you own Project Passport. You're also in a graduate degree program and you're moving. So you have a lot going on right now. Um, But aside from the moving, which is temporary, how did you decide, one, to kind of keep Project Passport going Throughout your graduate degree, right? Because sometimes people feel like it's best to do be one or the other, like wait till you graduate to start a business. But you decided to just, you know, keep the baby in the backwater together and just keep it moving, whatever happens. So,
1: yes, yes. So, I, as you know, I run Project Passport and I really try not to see my degree as something that's an either or. I see it more as a supplement to what I do. I'm actually majoring in clinical mental health counseling and my company is a mental well-being um, company. So I kind of think of it as this is just an extension of what I'm already doing, the research and things that I need to be doing to continue to grow myself and to continue to be knowledgeable about my product, about how to serve my clients and things like that. So I'm actually in a really good, I would say, situation by being in school, doing my, doing my master's because I'm doing a master's that ties directly into the work that I'm in now. So I know people are like, she's insane for doing both things, but they, they complement so well. And I'm really happy with what I'm doing. So it works out really well.
0: Yeah. And um, I think it's interesting. I think that program that you're in is awesome. I had a similar experience where my master's degree complemented the work that I'm doing now. Um, but again, like when I was doing that, I wasn't as like set on doing what I do now as a career, right? It was just mm-hmm. something I was doing as, I guess like what people call a side hustle. And then I, I graduated, I was like, okay, like this could be a real thing. Like I could really like pursue this full time at some point. And so what, I mean, at that time, again, like I wasn't thinking in terms of like being a business owner, right? So exactly. what are some of the things that you've done to educate yourself about how to run a business and not just how to specifically serve clients?
1: Yes. So it's funny. <laughs> Me running a business is literally, I'm one of those people that just jump on the bike. So I didn't really do as much prep probably as the average person should do. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I um, i did a lot of things just through experimental basis. I think there's no perfect way to run a business. You can go through all the checklists and read all the books, but they never really prepare you to run a business. Like people have no idea what it really takes. And for me, I'm learning just through trial and error in many ways. Of course, I do have mentors and I do sometimes read and, and get some kind of insight on things. But honestly, I never really had like a, a true full blown business plan or anything like that. I never had anything like, um, you know, anything that was like um, kind of in stone or structured, I would say. I'm more so focused on just you know sticking with the fact that I was passionate about what my product was I'm passionate about mental well-being and allowing that to kind of drive my journey now I don't recommend (laughs) I've been very blessed in my situation I don't recommend everybody do what I do I definitely say that you should go and do the research legal zoom and use all the different programs to get you started but for me like I said from I didn't really do a lot of that kind of background I just kind of jumped made a website and
0: it it just kind of worked out and it's like I said don't
1: take my advice don't ever no one listened to me my way worked for me but that was my way
0: (laughs) yeah 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 no but I mean I had a similar experience and I think sometimes that's like Sometimes the best way to do it, because if you start learning and you do start saying, wow, this is going to be a lot of work. I think like it does set you up for like the analysis paralysis thing where you think so, so much about it, that you just don't end up doing anything, which is worse than not starting at all sometimes. So like That's what I tell people starting is just the best way to do anything. It's just start. That's
1: my biggest recommendation for people. So, I mean, you will make this. Here's my thing. I'd rather be a decisive person that can make decisions, even if they're not always the best ones, then be indecisive and don't make decisions at all. I mean you don't know until you try and you won't learn until you've made that decision.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. So with Project Passport, you focus on mental health and mental like awareness and how you can develop positive coping mechanisms, things like that to work through um just anything that's happening in life because bad things are gonna happen. Things are not always going to be great. Um, And even when things are great, that doesn't mean things can't be better. Um, So what are some things that you have done during this pandemic? Because you've still been pretty active, um, even though you are um, in a lot of ways an event-based business. So you've had to transition like a lot of people to like still providing access to people virtually or online. Um, So how has that experience been for you?
1: It's actually been at first, I'm not going to lie. I really did struggle when everything kind of happened. I had a nerve, I had a really bad kind of emotional moment because I was really overwhelmed because when the pandemic first hit it changed my entire business model. Imagine having a travel related retreat experience and then all of a sudden it turned into a completely virtual business. I, there's no preparing you for something like that. So um, what I did was I focused on the fact that at the end of the day, we are a solution-based, tool-based mental well-being experience. Technically, it doesn't really matter where you do it. The point is you're getting tools, you're getting solutions, and you're finding ways to live better. And so for me, in a crazy way, now mental health is what everybody's talking about. Everybody's like, oh, mental health this, oh, mental health that. And I'm like, wow, no one cared about this for the last like 10, 15 years. And now everybody's like, oh, wow, we have mental health. Oh my gosh. So that's kind of, so in a way, in a sick way, we found more success. I don't, I don't like to say sick, but it's sick in the way of like, I'm sad that it had to happen this way. Um, but we found more success in the mental well-being space. We found more traction. We're working with companies now. We work with individuals. I mean, we have grown so much because now people are starting to identify that they need to get mental health and they're also willing to do it virtually now. So it, it's been a good transition, been an important one. Um, but I think the, way, the thing that's held us most through this is just standing behind the fact that our goal is to help people live more joyful lives and to live in a way that allows them to regain control of their lives. So those are the core things that we stuck with. So no matter what we're doing virtually or in person, that was what we've always
0: known about what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and I want to get your opinion on this again, because you are virtual now and still connecting with people and growing the amount of people who are interested in mental health awareness and working through their mental health issues. Um, Throughout this pandemic, I think that our definition of community has greatly changed and expanded and shifted in new ways because people um, are finding that they're not really happy in their own company, right? They do need a support system. They do need to support other people Um, and they need other people to support them. You know, if they're going to work through this, you know, this thing that nobody has ever seen in our lifetime and hopefully we will not see again so like what has been your experience in reorienting people around finding communities online
1: i think it has been hard just because you're dealing with the voices of so many people trying to say do this do this here's that do this look at this this group it's been hard in that way, but I think one of the critical pieces of building that online community is being authentic. That's the number one thing I would say. and I know everybody's like, oh, be authentic, but I mean like be like really raw about what, what you're feeling and being relatable. So for example, one of the things that I do is I send out month or weekly emails. And a lot of these e- weekly emails that I send out to my community through Project Passport are very personal stories or very personal experiences that I've learned from. So, for example, the last email that I sent um, this past week was about how um, I, I have to remember to delegate because I got to a place where I started to get burnt out. We grew quickly because of this pandemic and because we're now serving a new client base, which are these companies and organizations. I got to a point where I was doing everything. And I didn't really prepare to delegate as much work to my team because we were still small at the time, but we're not mom and pop anymore. We're really working with companies all over the U S in many different ways. So I can't play every role anymore. I will, I will literally lose my mind if I do. And so that burnout really had me messed up. So I wrote about that. I talked about that to people and explained to them that sometimes the best mental wellness is knowing when it's time to let go and pass that to other people. So, I build community in that way of saying that, you know, I'm with you, I'm I'm part of that journey, I'm part of that experience. So a lot of the things we post, a lot of the things I say, they're truly authentic and raw, sometimes maybe a little more revealing than many people will be, because I really think that's a very key part of building connection virtually because with all the fakeness on the web and everybody has some Instagram profile and I'm a model and I live on a beach and all these things, you don't know what to
0: believe.
1: So I really work hard to make sure that I create a true kind of conducive environment for
0: that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's incredible too I think like again as somebody who's in the marketing world I tell people be authentic share your story but I can't say that I have done so so much of that myself just because I'm the person that's behind the camera um but I encourage it from other people um not sure what that says about me but uh yeah (laughs) we met uh virtually so we had been uh connected on linkedin for a while but also we were in a facebook group together with some other people that i had connected with in person so i kind of had a relationship with them and they introduced us um and then another guest on the show i don't know when they'll meet her i'll keep her name you know tbd in case they haven't met her yet um but you've also connected people out of outside of north carolina right again not just for business but just or I would say not just for business, but you've connected with other business owners on a personal level, right? Um, Even people that you don't always work with, which is awesome. And so what has been, you talked about having a mentor, having people that you can talk to, bounce ideas off of, ask questions about. um, What have been some of the most meaningful connections that you've made with mentors and how did you make them?
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a really good question. So I it's crazy. I mean, I just kind of show up at events and show up to things, but never before the pandemic. And I would just, it was, you know, just showing up on social, social media or showing up in person. And so a lot of these connections have come from just saying hello. I mean, on LinkedIn, just commenting on something that I connect with and saying, oh, I love that thing that you posted. I'm, I relate in this way. And then they reach back out. So just really being real with the process, being real with my, you know, just saying hi and, and building those connections in the way of like, we have things in common. I mean, it's crazy, but people kind of forget that that's the basic level of life. Just sharing things in common with other human beings because we're all human beings at the end of the day. And so that's kind of what I do when I reach out on social media is I find that commonality. Some of the people that I've met, one lady named Lori and I had some other great people that I've connected with and they've just taken to my cause, you know, When I I always think about my cause as something that's bigger than me. And it's not about trying to sell myself. It's about selling the fact that I believe mental health and well-being should be more accessible. It should be more experimental. It should be less judgmental in a sacred space. Like those are just core things I believe. And finding other human beings who truly get that and connect with that makes it so much easier to network, makes it so much easier to make those connections because now people associate with me, me with virtual retreats Mental well-being, solution-based, experimental, hands-on. People associate me with those things, and so and so now those connections start coming easier because now people are saying, "Hey, you're gonna meet Sabria because she does this," or "Sabria, you're gonna meet so and so because she does this." So a lot of those connections have come from just being who I am, one and owning that, and then two, those connections have come from the fact that I, you know, believe in what I do, and I believe that others are going to believe in what I do if I'm authentic and raw about that process. So, I mean, I know it's like, it's really hard to, to really give a formula for those type of things. It's really hard. It's, there's no perfect way to do it. But what I, what I've learned is just being honest with myself in the process and being honest with other people about where I stand. I always say to people, if you don't choose a side, that's okay, but you'll never connect to anyone. You have to choose a side. You have to choose a stake and put your stake in the ground. People who fail to do that are that is why they never make those real connections. That's why they never really take off because they're not willing
0: to put their stake in the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Showing up as your authentic self is very important. And I think, too, that's really important in an age right now where politics dominate a lot of people's online lives. And I think, like, the way I look at it as, like, yes, like, people's political affiliations may be the most dominant thing that you see but when you dig deeper on the service you may find that like you guys are both dog people like you really love dogs you love going to dog parks with your dog or you're a really big baseball fan so like what really is true and core to your identity and who you are as a person is so much bigger than that and so you have to be common sense of what is it what are the values one that you are presenting to the world and what are the things that you truly care about that make your life what it is and make you exactly. more as a person um You're and i think that more often than not you will find that there's so much more that connects us as people than what we realize so absolutely i agree i agree absolutely yeah. Uh, but yeah so thank you so much for coming on today really appreciate you coming out um, and good luck on your move to durham durham is the best city ever um, i can't <laughs> say to think about it
1: so thank you so much for having me Angela I'm really grateful to be here and um, just throughout the chaos of life I've realized and the the biggest lesson of all of this is just always keeping your eyes on expectation that you will succeed in this journey that's been the thing that's carried me I have faith and that's carried me through and I'm, I'm very grateful to where I am it's been very hectic you know through the move and through you know managing the company especially this month this has been our busiest month we've ever had Um, as a company so just and it's been crazy but you know just learning to roll with each step of the way and staying strong in the process so I'm grateful and I'm always happy to share my story and thank you for giving me the platform to do it
0: yeah absolutely